BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about talk now. About now to talk about. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. No Fun, the Jen Kirkman Podcast, Episode 22. I am your host, Jen Kirkman. So I had an episode already that I recorded to come out today, June 15th, as Episode 22. And at the last minute, I decided, you know what? I'm going to read the Trump indictment. I want to do that as a podcast episode. It won't be the entire episode. If you join the Patreon, you'll get the entire indictment. And then I'm going to talk about other things. And you can join the Patreon by clicking the link in the show notes. And I am now offering a seven-day free trial to try Patreon at any of the levels. Anyway, but I have recorded a couple of episodes in advance, so in the upcoming weeks, you will hear me say the incorrect number of the episode. You will hear me say things like, last week I said, and it will really be two weeks ago I said, whatever. I think we can all deal. I've got some great episodes coming up, talking about aliens, talking about the And Just Like That reboot. There's huge drama personal drama for me on the Nextdoor app. There is great stuff coming up in the month of June. So many topics that I haven't even gotten to yet that will be recorded in future episodes. So anyway, why did I want to read the Trump indictment today? Because this isn't a normally very political podcast, but I figured most of you weren't going to sit down and read the 49-page indictment and that maybe you saw some clips of what it said, you know, not clips, but blurbs in tweets or something. But I wanted to read it just so that if you wanted to know what it said but didn't feel like reading it, you have it. It's also very funny. And I'm here to celebrate Jack Smith, who is a Gen Xer. And I enjoy the Gen X way he got the job done quickly, efficiently, head down, not trying to get attention. And then when he went to speak about it, it was three minutes and he just said what he said. No drama. He's not on TikTok about it. It's just doing the work, going back to it. I also wanted to read it because, listen, if I can encourage anyone out there who does give a shit about things, to be more civic-minded, that's great. Because these indictment things, don't be intimidated by them. 
They're, you don't have to be a lawyer. They're not really written in legalese or anything. They're written like a story. And they read like a story. They're very easy to read. They can get monotonous with, according to rule 1236 of the penal code, poop-a-doop. And I'm not going to be reading those parts. So I went through and highlighted everything that I wanted to read. I'm not reading all 49 pages. But I'm not, I didn't edit anything out. I didn't not highlight things in order to change the story, if that makes sense. I'm not editing um, in a way that, oh, makes him look guilty or anything like that. It, I'm just taking out all the boring stuff that will make your eyes roll that would be hard to read. That's like what I just said. And a lot of it is repetitive because they have to do a summary up front, then they have to present the evidence, and then they have to kind of do a summary at the end. So we need all of that. And I and there's so many examples and so many stories of like, then they move the boxes here, then they move the boxes here. I mean, so much box moving. I was actually getting like moving day PTSD, thinking about when I moved out of my apartment last year in Los Angeles. It's a very different situation. But anyway. So many boxes. But I also think it's just, it's such a caper. I mean, this whole thing is so cut and dry. It's such a slam dunk case that it's, it's it's unreal. So I will begin reading it. I will not do this entire thing on the free version of the podcast. So to hear all of it, you'll have to go to the Patreon. So let, let us begin. Okay, so there's the first page. It says indictment, introduction. I'll skip some of it. You know he was the president. Okay. Over the course of his presidency, Trump gathered... Now, this is written by um, Jack Smith, by the way. Just again here to celebrate... Jack Smith. Okay. Over the course of his presidency, Trump gathered newspapers, press clippings, letters, notes, cards, photographs, official documents, and other materials in cardboard boxes that he kept in the White House. Among the materials Trump stored in his boxes were hundreds of classified documents. The classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries, United States nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack, and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. The unauthorized disclosure of these classified documents could put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations, the safety of the United States military, and human sources, and the continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. I'll be also inserting my commentary here and there, but that hasn't happened yet. Just in case, you know, you're wondering, my God, she's really just going to read? Yes and no. 
At 12 p.m. on January 20th, 2021, Trump ceased to be president. As he departed the White House, Trump caused scores of boxes, many of which contained classified documents, to be transported to the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, where he maintained his residence. Trump was not authorized to possess or retain those classified documents. The Mar-a-Lago Club was an active social club, which between January 2021 and August 2022 hosted events for tens of thousands of members and guests. After Trump's presidency, the Mar-a-Lago Club was not an authorized location for the storage, possession, review, display, or discussion of classified documents. Nonetheless, Trump stored his boxes containing classified documents in various locations at the Mar-a-Lago Club, including in a bathroom, a ballroom, a shower, an office space, his bedroom, and a storage room. This is what I love because we all know these details and we just kind of don't think about them because they're in our heads. But when you see it in writing, it's so absurd. It's almost like why a therapist tells you to journal. When you see your thoughts on the page, it resonates so differently than when you keep them in your head and you get used to them being in there. You know, we can normalize all of this if we just keep the information that we know about Trump and all of the things he did, if we just keep it in our heads. And we see it on paper, written like, you know, a a 10-year-old could read this and comprehend it. It's unreal and should never be normalized. And I just love, I mean, all indictments are, are kind of written this way, but I just love the simple, I swear to God, there's a, a, I swear to God, there's a Gen X vibe to the way this is written. Does that make sense? There's this little, can you believe this shit vibe to it? I'm reading into that, but whatever, let me. Okay, on two occasions in 2021, Trump showed classified documents to others as follows. A, in July 2021, at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey, the Bedminster Club, During an audio-recorded meeting with a writer, a publisher, and two members of his staff, none of whom possessed a security clearance, Trump showed and described a, quote, plan of attack that Trump said was prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. Trump told the individuals that the plan was highly confidential and secret. Trump also said, as president, I could have declassified it, and now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret. B. In August or September 2021 at the Bedminster Club, Trump showed a representative of his political action committee who did not possess a security clearance, a classified map related to a military operation, and told the representative that he should not be showing it to the representative and that the representative should not get too close. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Like, um... You know, this is highly, highly illegal what I'm doing. It gets more illegal the closer you get to the document. So if you stand six, like he's, Trump is all confused. He's confusing the COVID regulations with showing people classified documents. I thought it was six feet away, just as long as it's six feet away. No, 
No, that's social distancing. That's for something different. Okay. On March 30th, 2022, the FBI opened a criminal investigation into the unlawful retention of classified documents at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Oh, it makes me absolutely crazy that it took a year and two months for the FBI to do this. It makes me absolutely crazy. A a federal grand jury investigation began the next month. The grand jury issued a subpoena requiring Trump to turn over all documents with the classified markings. Trump endeavored to obstruct the FBI and grand jury investigations and conceal his continued retention of classified documents by doing, among other things, A, suggesting that his attorney falsely represent to the FBI and grand jury that Trump did not have any documents called for by the grand jury subpoena. B, directing defendant Waltine Nada to move boxes of documents to conceal them from Trump's attorney, the FBI, and the grand jury. C, suggesting that his attorney hide or destroy documents called for by the grand jury subpoena. Providing to the FBI and grand jury just some of the documents called for by the grand jury subpoena while claiming that he was cooperating fully, and E, causing a certification to be submitted to the FBI and grand jury falsely representing that all documents called for by the grand jury subpoena had been produced, while knowing that, in fact, not all such documents had been produced. So this is what is the basis of the charges that he's facing. So for all of you who have people saying, well, did Joe Biden have documents at his place and, and Mike Pence? And yes. Every president might accidentally have packed up some things or had their people pack up some things. And then once discovered, immediately returned. This is again the classic case of you might not be facing such serious charges if you had just cooperated and not tried to conceal it. But at this point, the amount of documents he had, I mean, dozens and dozens of boxes. I mean, I, I don't know, a hundred or something? That That is not a mistake. There, there wasn't other things in them. It was all classified and top secret and 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 so he it still would have been pretty serious. But in, in other words, you know, Martha Stewart didn't come clean to James Comey. That's why he said he had to, you know, arrest her, send her to jail. Uh, if she had admitted it, her insider trading, he, he said it would have been a lot less of a punishment. Uh, Richard Nixon, it was the cover-up of Watergate that got him. I mean, it's just, of all things... Trump, who is a very experienced criminal, should know it's always the cover-up that will get you. So you may all have heard as well that this is espionage, espionage. And I think a lot of people, including myself, thought that in order for something to be espionage, they have to uh, prove intent that Trump was going to sell this information to people or give it. But it's actually a a little bit simpler than that. This is from what I understand. Um, 
I'll read you this. Most of the charges Trump is facing are counts of willful retention of national defense information in violation of the Espionage Act of 1917. So even just willfully keeping national defense information that never should have left the premises violates the Espionage Act. So it's they didn't have to prove that he was going to do this with it, do that with it. So there you go. But that's a big deal to violate the Espionage Act. You know what I'm saying? The penalty for committing espionage is they could hang you. I mean, that's on the books. Just ask Benedict Arnold. I don't think they're going to hang Trump, however. And I'm not saying they should. I'm just telling you what's on the damn books. Okay. So, as a result of Trump's retention of classified documents after his presidency and refusal to return them, hundreds of classified documents were not recovered by the United States government until 2022 as follows. A. On January 17th, nearly one year, after Trump left office and after months of demands by the National Archives and Records Administration for Trump to provide all missing presidential records, Trump provided only 15 boxes, which contained 197 documents with classification markings. B. On June 3rd, in response to a grand jury subpoena demanding the production of all documents with classification markings, Trump's attorney provided to the FBI 38 more documents with classification markings. C. On August 8th, pursuant to a court-authorized search warrant, the FBI recovered from Trump's office and a storage room at the Mar-a-Lago Club 102 more documents with classification markings. You know what I'm enjoying is that because this is, you know, a governmental detailed document, this, you know, court indictment, it's all fancy and above board. They can't just say Mar-a-Lago the way we just say it. You know, again, we normalize it. Mar-a-Lago. We say it as though it's that's just another government building. The Mar-a-Lago Club, again, is one of those things where Jack Smith has to write it because that's what it's called. But there, I swear there's this, can you believe this shit? Like I said before, in in just saying what it is, it's a club. It's a club, a social club. Oh. Okay, I'm going to read the rest of this beautiful document over on the Patreon. So come on over, see you there, click the link in the show notes and join up. <laughs> 